For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Marriage Covenant Agreement and Lawsuit. This is part six of the series. Next, we're going to look at a listing of those things which are called an abomination to the God of Israel. And so the first is the worship of idols is an abomination. Deuteronomy chapter 27 verse 15. Cursed be the man that makes any graven or molted image, an abomination unto the Lord, the work of the hands of the craftsman, and puts in a secret place, and all the people shall answer and say, Amen. Homosexuality is an abomination. Leviticus chapter 18 verse 22. You shall not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. It's an abomination for men to look like women and women to look like men. Deuteronomy chapter 22 verse 5. The woman shall not wear that which pertains unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord your God. Dishonest weights and measures are an abomination. Abomination. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 1. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 10. Diverse weights and diverse measures. Both of them are alike. Abomination to the Lord. Justifying the wicked and condemning the just is an abomination. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 15. He that justifies the wicked and he that condemns the just, even they both are an abomination to the Lord. Proverbs chapter 6 verses 16 through 19 lists seven abominations to the Lord. These six things does the Lord hate. Yes, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among brethren. Now, in Ezekiel, in chapter 18, verses 11 through 13, here are eight abominations that the Lord says are abominable to him. Ezekiel 18, 11, He has eaten upon the mountains, that means worshiping idols, and defiled his neighbor's wife, adultery. If he has oppressed the poor and the needy, taken advantage, of the helpless, has robbed by violence, has not restored the pledge, and has lifted
lifted up his eyes to the idols, he has committed abomination. He that gives forth upon usury and has taken increase, shall he then live? He shall not live. He has done all these abominations. He will surely die. His blood shall be upon him. So the following behaviors are an abomination to the God of Israel. Number one, worship of idols. Number two, homosexuality. Number three, men who look like women and women who look like men. Number four, dishonest weights and measures. Number five, condemning the just and setting free the wicked. Number six, personal pride. Number seven, killing others. Number eight, planning wicked things. Number nine, doing wicked things. Number 10, lying to others. Number 11, causing strife and division. Number 12, committing adultery. 13, stealing from others. 14, oppressing the poor and needy. 15, lending money to brethren with interest. So why is it then that we've gone over a list of items that was agreed upon at Mount Sinai in the marriage covenant agreement, an itemized list of mishpatim, as well as a list of things that are called abominations under the Lord, because it's in those things that the prophets are going to bring charge against the people of the God of Israel in the context of a covenant lawsuit for breaking the covenant. And these are going to be charges that he makes against his people. And so we need to understand what were the details of the agreement at Mount Sinai to understand what the prophets are doing in bringing charge against his people. So in order to carry out these things, which basically Basically, it's all about how we treat one another, loving your neighbor as yourself. The God of Israel commanded that there be judges and a justice system. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 18. Judges and officers shall you make in all your gates, which the Lord your God gives you throughout your tribes, and they shall judge the people with just judgment. Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 20. Justice and only justice shall you pursue, that you may live and possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The God of Israel wanted to have men of truth who hate coveting to be judges over his people. Exodus chapter 18 verse 14, and when Moses' father-in-law said, that would be Jethro, why do you Moses sit by yourself alone and all the people stand by you from morning unto evening? Exodus chapter 18 verse 21, moreover, you shall provide out of all the people people, able men such as fear God, men of truth, hating, coveting, and place such over them to be rulers of thousands and rulers of hundreds, rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And so in doing so, you were to judge issues righteously. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 15. You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment. You shall not respect the person of the poor, nor honor the person of the mighty, but in righteousness shall you judge your neighbor. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 16. And I charged your judges at that time saying, hear the causes between your brethren and judge righteously between every man and his brother.
brother and the stranger that is with him. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 17, you shall not respect persons in judgment, but you shall hear the small as well as the great. Exodus chapter 23 verse 6, you shall not rest the judgment of your poor in his cause. Deuteronomy chapter 27 verse 19, cursed be he that perverts the judgment of the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and all the people shall say, Amen. Exodus chapter 23 verse 7, keep you far from a false matter, and the innocent and righteous slay you not, for I will not justify the wicked. Deuteronomy chapter 19 verse 16, if a false witness rise up against any man to testify against him that which is wrong, and the judges shall make diligent inquisition, and behold, if the witness be a false witness and has testified falsely against his brother, then shall you do unto him as he is thought to have done unto his brother. So shall you put the evil away from among you. Exodus chapter 23 verse 2. You shall not follow a multitude to do evil, neither shall you speak in a cause to decline after many to rest judgment. Exodus chapter 23 verse 8. We are to not take bribes. You shall take no gift, for the gift blinds the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. We are to not avenge or have a grudge against others. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18. You shall not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of your people. We are to be generous to others. Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 11. For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore I command you saying, you shall open your hand wide unto your brother, to your poor and to your needy in your land. Giving to the poor is righteousness. Psalm 112 verse 9. He has dispersed. He's given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The righteous have a heart for the poor. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 7. The righteous considers the cause of the poor, but the wicked regards not to know it. The righteous have a heart for the poor and needy. Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 15. Did not your father eat and drink and do judgment and justice and then it was well with him? Jeremiah chapter 22 verse 16. He judged the cause of the poor and the needy. Then it was well with him. Was not this to know me? Says the Lord. The righteous then follow the Mishpatim. In Ezekiel chapter 18 verses 5 to 7 it is written. But if a man be just, if he's a Zadik and does that which is lawful, Mishpatim, and right, Zedekiah, and has not eaten upon the mountains, committed adultery, neither has he lifted up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, neither has he defiled his neighbor's wife, neither has he come near to a menstruous woman, and has not oppressed any, but has restored to the debtor his pledge, has spoiled none by violence or robbery, has given his bread to the hungry, and has covered the naked with a garment. He that has not given forth upon usury, neither has taken any increase or unjust gain that has withdrawn his hand from iniquity has executed true mishpatim between man and man and he has walked in my statutes he's kept my mishpatim to deal truly he is a zadik he shall surely live says the lord god following righteousness and mishpat brings deliverance isaiah chapter 56 verse 1 thus says the lord keep you judgment mishpatim and do justice, Zedekah, for my salvation is near to come, and my righteousness, Zedekah, is 
is to be revealed. Isaiah chapter 33 verses 15 and 16. The righteous follow the commandments of Mishpat. He that works righteously and speaks uprightly is he that despises the gain of oppressions, that shakes his hand from holding of bribes, that stops his ears from hearing of blood and shuts his eyes from seeing evil, and he will dwell on high. Let's summarize this section of the teaching. The God of Israel established judges and officers over his people. The judges were to judge all matters righteously. You are to justify the innocent and condemn the guilty. You are to give to the poor and the needy. Faithfulness and following the Mishpatim will result in ruling and reigning with the God of Israel. So next, what we're going to do, since we have understood that there was a marriage that took place at Mount Sinai and that in the general instruction regarding the marriage vows was that keeping of the Ten Commandments, but the details regarding how you keep the Ten Commandments were the instructions of the Mishbatim that we see in Exodus chapter 21, 22, 23, into 24. And other details of these Mishbatim are given elsewhere in the Torah that these instructions were given so that we would have life and we would inherit the land, inherit the promises of the God of Israel. And so it's for violating these things that the prophets are going to bring charge against the people of the God of Israel. Now in this section of the teaching, what we're going to do is we're going to understand and learn and note the character of the God of Israel. Because simply speaking... What this entire book is all about can be summarized in the following way. As a believer in the God of Israel, as a believer in Yeshua as the Messiah, what we are called to do in expressing that faith in him is to learn, know, and understand the character of the God of Israel, his heart and his ways. And then we are to seek to imitate in our lives and to practice and show to others the character character in the heart in the ways of the God of Israel. Simply speaking, that's what this entire book is all about. So now let's see what is the character in the heart in the ways of the God of Israel. We begin by looking at Jeremiah chapter 9 in verse 23. Thus says the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glories glory in this, that he understands and he knows me, that I am the Lord which exercises loving kindness, and this is the Hebrew word chesed, judgment, that is mishpat or mishpatim, and righteousness or zedekah in the earth. For in these things, that is chesed, mishpat, Mishpat in Zedekah. In these things I delight, says the Lord. So this is the heart of God. Exodus chapter 34 verse 6. We see that a characteristic of the God of Israel is he is a God of emet, truth. The Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful, gracious, long-suffering, abundant in goodness and truth. The Lord is abundant in truth. The Hebrew word is emet, 
The Torah and following the Torah is immense. Psalm 119 verse 142. Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your Torah is immense. Psalm 119 verse 151. You are near, O Lord, and all your commandments are immense. Malachi chapter 2 verse 1. And now, O ye priests, this commandment is for you. Verse 6. The Torah of truth was in his mouth. We are to serve the God of Israel in immense. Joshua chapter 24 verse 14 now therefore fear the lord and serve him in sincerity and in emet and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in egypt and serve you the lord fearing the god of israel is serving him in emet and what is fearing him it's loving him and keeping his commandment first samuel chapter 12 verse 24 only fear the lord and serve him in emet with all your heart we will rule and reign with the God of Israel when we serve him in Amet. 1 Kings chapter 2 verse 1 and verse 4. Now the days of David drew nigh that he should die and he charged Solomon his son saying that the Lord may continue his word which he spoke concerning me saying if your children take heed to their way to walk before me in Amet with all their heart with all their soul and so what happens if you walk before the Lord in Amet with all your heart with all your soul. It says there shall not fail you for a man to be on the throne of Israel. The principle is you will rule and reign with the God of Israel if you seek to walk before him in emet. A characteristic of the God of Israel is not only emet but chesed or mercy. Exodus chapter 34 verse 6, the Lord God abundant in goodness. The Hebrew word is chesed. The mercy of the God of Israel is better than life. Psalm 63 verse three. Your chesed is better than life. The mercy of the God of Israel is toward those that fear him. Psalm 103 verse 11. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his chesed toward them that fear him. Psalm 103 verses 17 and 18. The mercy of the God of Israel is toward those who endeavor to follow his Torah, his commandment. But the chesed of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto his children's children to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. Mercy is shown to those that keep the commandments of the God of Israel. Exodus chapter 20 verse 6 he shows chesed unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. The God of Israel is a God of chesed and emet. Psalm 57 verse 9 I will praise you, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto you among the nations. For your chesed is great under the heavens, and your amet unto the clouds. Keeping the covenant of the God of Israel is chesed and amet. Psalm 25, verse 10. All the paths of the Lord, all of his ways are chesed and amet unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. We are to write chesed and amet upon our heart. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 3. Let not chesed and amet forsake you. Bind them upon your neck. Write them upon the table of your heart. Well, what is the new covenant? Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 33. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10. It is the Torah written upon our heart. If the Torah is written upon our heart, how will we live out the Torah in chesed and in emet. 
The throne of a king is upheld by chesed and amet. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 28. Chesed and amet preserve the king, and his throne is upholden by chesed. The God of Israel wants his people to know him and to show chesed. Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. For I desired chesed and not sacrifice, or you might say external religion. And I have desired the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. The fear of the Lord is... Is knowledge. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. In Hebrew it is da'at. The fear of the Lord is da'at which results in following zedekah and mishpat. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6 and verse 9. The Lord gives wisdom. Out of his mouth comes da'at and understanding. Then shall you understand righteousness and mishpatim. All the ways of the God of Israel are Mishpat. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 4. He is the rock. His work is perfect. For all his ways are Mishpat, a God of truth. And so if all his ways is Mishpat, because of what we have learned in the first part of this teaching, we know what those Mishpatim are, what those categories are. So the character of the God of Israel is following those lists of things. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 3. The Proverbs are instructions regarding how we are to follow the Mishpatim given at Mount Sinai. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 3. The Proverbs of Solomon to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and Mishpat and equity. The God of Israel loves Mishpat. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 8. For I the Lord love mishpat. So now based upon what we've learned so far in this study, we now know what it is that the Lord loves. It's those things that we listed at Mount Sinai. It goes on to say, I hate robbery for burnt offering and I will direct their work in Emet. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. The God of Israel loves mishpat and he won't forsake the righteous. Psalm 30 verse 28. The Lord loves Mishpat and forsakes not his saints. The God of Israel judges with Mishpat. Genesis chapter 18 and verse 25. Now in Genesis in chapter 18 is an account where Abraham is interceding for Sodom and Gomorrah where he says, that be far from you to do after this manner to slay the righteous with the wicked and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from you shall not the judge of all the earth do mishpat so at Mount Sinai you are not to condemn the righteous and justify the wicked and so Abraham knew that the character of the God of Israel is to deliver the righteous and to condemn the wicked and so that's why he says shall Shall not the judge of all the earth do mishpat? All mishpat is given to Yeshua. John chapter 5 verse 22. For the father judges no man, but he has committed all judgment unto the son. Why is all judgment given unto the son? Because he is the only one that faithfully followed the mishpat.
team as they were given. And so therefore, he gets to rule and reign because he followed the Mishpatim given at Mount Sinai. The God of Israel is a God of Emet, Zedekah, and Mishpat. Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 2. And you shall swear the Lord lives in Emet, in Mishpat, and in Zedekah. David walked in Emet and Zedekah. 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 6. And Solomon said, You have shown mercy unto your servant David my father. Well that's going to conclude part 6 of the series on the subject, the marriage covenant agreement and lawsuit. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.